Pro Circuit Racing based in Corona, California and founded in 1978 by Mitch Payton is known for two things, building high quality horsepower and winning races. The name Pro Circuit is worldwide recognition that you have bought the best and we strive to get you the very best products for your bike. From two strokes to four, engine porting, suspension, and our top rated exhaust products, we cover it all. Take one look at our own impressive lineup of Joey Savacci, Justin Hill, Austin Forkner, and Adam Censorillo. We build champions. Visit ProCircuit.com for more info on all the services and products. Pro Circuit. We race. All right, welcome everybody to the annual Pro Circuit Motocross Designations pulp casts we do one saturday after qualifying we do one sunday after the, the day and adam wheeler is here from on track off road thank Hi you wheeler steve. no problem i'm steve mathis of course jason thomas once again visiting us from his suffering hole but maybe not let's start with you jt let's do this so usa fourth overall eight points how are we feeling well, to start with, this has been a very painful podcast over the past five years. Uh, a lot of agony, a lot of suffering. I would say somewhere between six and ten years of my life have been removed from this event, by this event. Um, but as far as 2017 edition, yes. it's been all right. You know, my expectations are probably the lowest they've ever been coming in. Uh, just because of all the turmoil we had with choosing a team this year. Uh, but I was okay with today. You know, I think there are things to build from um, you know both Sealy and Covington you know I think they were trying to sort their way out and they both had their own issues they were they were dealing with uh, Sealy had one stall in his race but overall for a first day uh, comparatively to last year especially we're we're okay in fairness JT I've seen you far more dismayed in the past and pretty angry actually on a Saturday so this is like a cool yeah. face this is a bit of a collected and that's partially due to expectations as well uh, I, I just hope we're in the mix to win. You know, if, if we go into the last moto with a chance to win, not even leading or anything, just with a chance, I, I think that's that's a good day for, for the American team tomorrow. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Americans, Adam, first up? What do you think? Um, I think Zach Osborne's performance to win the MX2 qualification heat was was amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, even just texted him straight afterwards to say that was pretty inspiring. I mean, I think he came back from a nine-second gap to Hunter Lawrence, who was riding brilliantly, uh, to, to win that moto. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's we saw Osborne riding well, and, and it was always a very instinctive and reactive rider when he was here in Grand Prix, but that, that was a different level. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we've seen all year from him yeah. as well in the States. I mean, it was a, it's been a different guy for 2017 all year long. I just talked to a, a member of Team USA before I walked up here to the press room, and he said, uh, if we got on the podium, this is a good race for us. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I think the, you know, we kind of, they were a little bit not sure what was going on, and now they know, okay, we're I good. Mean, Team like, America, there were 72 of them, so are you, could you be more specific? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't without outing them. It wasn't okay. Max Steffens. Who was also on Team USA. It was not him. And I don't know who you talked to, but I would bet that the riders, after today, looking at the results, I would think that their aim is higher. And and maybe they they don't win. But I think they have a feeling like it's anybody's race. And and I truly believe that. I feel going into tomorrow, especially if we're going to deal with some rain, even with the scores, France, Netherlands, everybody was strong. The the contenders were all strong. I still think it's anybody's event tomorrow. Uh, France, Holland tied with four. JT, Wheeler, yesterday, right away, we're talking about who's going to win. Wheeler says, the Dutch have this. 
and and you know they're, they're tied for first but you were confident I, I think it's hard to look past Hurlings and maybe Geiger for race wins tomorrow um, I still stand by my conviction that Team USA had a good chance of this simply because the consistency is there about Colsili I haven't spoken to him I don't know if you guys have if he's happy or not but uh, I think you know there are kind of shades of Francia Corda in 09 where supposedly that was the B team of Weimar mm-hmm. and Dungey Tedesco was the third yep. guy yep. you know and it was like consistency and a, a great performance from, from Dungey on the day and I think we could see that tomorrow with Osborne shining well I have to say that this week on our preview pod uh, Mathis said I was a crazy person for saying guys here would win a moto uh, but I think we've seen him on form and, and that was my point is yes he's had bad weekends and he was injured but when he's on his best form he can win against anyone in the world at so. this at this track Geyser missed one year because he had a big crash in warm up and had a concussion but then this is also where he claimed his first Grand Prix podium so it's, uh, it's you know I mean you know I said Caroli was going to win and Hurley was going to win too Antonio had the 24th gate pick. We can pull the tape if we need to go back. Antonio had the 24th gate pick, and he finished five seconds behind him. No, no, I'm saying what you said. You said I was basically a crazy person for saying that. (laughs) I didn't say you were crazy, but uh, I still, I like Crowley. I thought Tony Crowley rode really well in that moto, and and Hurlings, I don't see any, how he doesn't go 1-1 in his two motos tomorrow. I just, would you agree, JT? I mean. Honestly, yeah, he was great, but I... I'm not going to count out Geyser against him. We've seen Geyser beat everyone in that in this series. So to say that it's a it's an afterthought that Hurlings will go one one. Is he the favorite? Sure, but I still you watching Geyser all day today. He has been head and shoulders above everyone in his class. So I think that will be if we have a race of the day to look forward to. That would be it, in my opinion. But we stretched this on because for the last six Grand Prix, so you're talking the better part of two months. Nobody's been able to really come comparatively close to Jeffrey Speed. So right. you know, from what he again showed on today, he's just rolling on. Um, the talking about the Dutch tied with France with four points. Bogers has had up and down season mostly down from from the outside of me looking in I would have definitely said that you would be using Koldenhoff's score and and Hurling's score and you would drop Bogers Bogers got a third though Adam and uh, so that's to me that's why now I'm going to bump him up into being the favorites uh, I was impressed with Bogers it was a bit of a, a turnaround actually people thought he would be the weak link yeah. but Koldenhoff's won at this he actually took his first Grand Prix win at this track in 2013 um, but Jeffrey, interesting to hear him say in the official press conference today that he felt that Glenn had, didn't have a, had an off day and he needs to pick it up. So, you know, the Dutch, the Dutch are the strongest team. I mean, whether yeah. you think they're going to win or not is another thing, but, you know, they, they have the guys there to put those results on. And Charlie wasn't bad. Uh, Christophe Charlie, former yeah. GP rider, he wasn't bad, took an eighth. Uh, Paul Inn and Fabra look on point. Everything looks good there, but... Eighth place for the 250F guy, Charlie. So. He hasn't done a motocross race all year, from what I know. Certainly yeah. not at a good level. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been riding the Enduro World Championship. So, you know, is he going to be able to... Maybe France need his second moto to be strong. And that's where I think he'll, he'll run into trouble. I think the interesting thing will be to see, you know, the, the guys up front today, uh, there were several of them that it won't matter where they start, Jeffrey Hurlings or Febra. Th- those guys will come through regardless of starting position. I think the interesting thing would be a guy like Bogers that we were discussing. If he starts 20th, which I, I don't see happening, but if he did, what does that do to him? Does he Is he able to come through like Zach did and get a, a great finish, or does that become a liability? Uh, because, as we said, Osborne and Hurlings and Cairoli, those guys are coming from anywhere, regardless of start. Uh, but I think there are guys like Seeley for the USA, 
uh, Bogers for the Dutch, uh, Charlier for the French. There are several guys that if they don't get the start, I think they're going to have a tough, tough day ahead of them tomorrow. Biggest surprise of the day, Adam, what do you think? Did we cover it with Bogers or what? (laughs) That it didn't rain. Right? It's supposed (laughs) to be coming tonight, but we'll see. It has been, uh, I mean, we're in quite an elevated position here for anybody who hasn't seen or been to Madeley Basin. The, you know, the, the sky was changing every 10 yeah. minutes, it seemed like. Um, but good crowd. Uh, Zach Osborne calling this place one of the best tracks in the world. Uh, that was kind of interesting. So that was a surprise to me. I think the weather held out. First of October, tomorrow. So, you know, for a race in the United Kingdom, that's always going to be a 50-50. Um, in terms of performances, yeah. I think... I think um, Covington wasn't too bad on that 450. Yep. And also, it's ironic that a big, a big topic of discussion and, and gossip and rumor in, in Grand Prix at the moment is the withdrawal from, of Suzuki. We certainly know it's confirmed from MX2, but also possibly from M- for MXGP. And then look at those bikes. Hunter Lawrence leading on MX2. Jeremy Sewer, yep. the guy that Sewer everyone says is yep. too small to ride a 450. Yep. It was a comfortable third place. I don't know where Valentin Gio finished for the Swiss, but the Swiss are uh, the outside bet for a podium. Yeah, Switzerland sixth place. Uh, Great Britain, my, my pre-race picks to win. Uh, nine points, fifth overall after today. Not, not, no panic button needed. But I thought they'd be a bit better. What, what, what do you think, Adam? Yeah, I think... Uh, Anstey, oh, sorry, Anstey was great until yeah. the crash. Yeah. yeah, last lap. I think, I, I'm sure what happened there, the back marker moved over on yeah, the jump. Or, yeah, yeah. So Anstey was kind of lucky, considering what happened to him in O'Neill, where he was you know, taken off yeah. in an air ambulance. You know, He was lucky to come out of there in fourth. Dean Wilson had a, a good battle there with Covington and... Stribos. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, Tommy So, I think he lost three positions. I think, you know, people will be asking questions of uh, you know how far did he back off there? I haven't spoken to him so I don't know yep. if he just took it easy but fifth in the gate is going to be not too bad for those guys yep everyone has their question marks so that's the interesting thing uh, if we go back to look at previous years France across the board was incredible at certain times in certain years uh, their, their performance in Rene was you look at their team and you basically say how can these guys lose which they didn't uh, but I think this year everyone has a question mark you know Bogers answered some of those questions today it would be interesting to see if he can hold that level tomorrow but if you look at every team and, and I think it's played out how we predicted where every team has I don't want to say a weakness that's not fair but question marks coming in is what level will they be on will they be able to rise the occasion with two mixed classes in there uh, so to me, even with maybe not the most prestigious USA team ever, I think it's going to be the most interesting Sunday because there are, as we said, a lot of question marks and maybe five or six teams that could win instead of two or three. Nobody made a huge statement today, like we're like we're the man. No, no, that, nobody. That's, yeah, no, that's nobody made a, a big. We're going to just walk away with this, you know. Yeah. I think it's still back so. to our nay in fifteen. Yeah, we're, we're leaving oh. the track going. France is going to win this yeah. with like you know, eight points or something crazy, you know, it's well, just incredible. We, JC, assume you disappointed in France and angry in Latvia. Um, you know, so, I mean, if, if the U.S. finished second or third tomorrow, is, is you gonna, like you say, you're going to be pretty satisfied with that? Um, I mean, I, of course I want them to win. Um, but like I said, if we go into the final moto and, and our guys are performing on the level that I'm used to seeing them on, um, and to me, you know, the it's, it's about expectations. You know, when we go in, and I, I know that the level of Tomac and Dungey and these guys are capable of, and they underperform, then I get frustrated because I feel everyone judges them off of that one performance. And that may not be indicative of their skill level. So, 
uh, with the team we have, if, if they ride like they did today, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm not sure what Covington was going on the last few laps there. He dropped off his lap times pretty significantly. Uh, but, you know, early laps he was great. He passed Dino and was moving forward. So I think we have a lot of potential. Um, and like I said, I, I honestly don't know what to expect tomorrow as far as who's standing on top. I think it's anybody's race. I think the only thing we can safely say is going to happen is something out of the ordinary. There's always something that happens yeah. here, whether there's like a, a Japanese kind of, you know, kamikaze <laughs> going on or there's, you know, a lock front wheel yep. through Lommel Sand. Or there's always something freaky. Today you had the, the Anstey incident, incident but... Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and Max seems to have that happen to him. Remember in Internet, he got landed on on the downhill, and uh, when he crashed, I was like, not again. Not for this guy again on home soil. And, and he got up luckily, and fortunately, you know, it's great for him and the team and everyone that he was okay. But uh, you're right, though. It seems like if it can happen, it will happen at this event. And, too, like, after today, you look at these results and how close they are. But, I mean, 37th gate pick for America. Like, that's not going to happen again. Italy was way out there. Um France had the inside. Australia had a great picks, and they all did well. Things are level tomorrow, and it, you know I think those gate positions or starting positions, are, obviously they play a huge role in everything. Yeah, but Steve, that's all your fault. Thirty seventh place. That's the bad karma from the ping pong balls and the ba- the ballot and stuff like that. You know, Adam, what it's the ping pong ball selection at the motocross the nations. It's like having the best chef in the world cook you a meal, and then. I put in a microwave. I mean, you, you're here with the Olympics of motocross. It's the greatest thing ever. And you guys draw starting positions with ping pong balls. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, just go on practice. Go on qualifying times. Go on three-year aggregate scores or something. Do anything, JT, but a ping pong ball as to where you start in your qualifying race. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's... I want to call it amateur because the only race of the year we have is Loretta Wins, which is an amateur event. We have spoons that we draw for gate pick. Um, it, and I, I don't... Ping pong ball. Your the only people. thing about this event is amateur because I, I feel with this much on the line to leave something of that importance to chance is... It's tradition, I get that, but it's, it's scary for some of these teams that are expected to win or come in and be podium and then... You get a bad gate position and it starts yeah. to snowball downward. But the interesting thing is, you could have Venezuela taking the first gate. Sure. I mean, that, yeah, that's that, not that, interesting. That's the it's just dumb. I think Team Israel not interesting. was number one last year. It's you know, dumb. Yeah. It's just, and also too, if you if you if you are USA and you're out in thirty seventh, and that's how things happen in the first turn. You know, guys trying to get, uh, you know, overcompensate for a gating position to get a good start. Then you, why do that? Just go off your qualifying. Just everybody here. We're going to qualify in practice, and that's your gate pick. What's wrong with that? Well, Steve, you mentioned earlier that uh, it looks like the U.S. are going to go for Osborne on the inside. Is he yeah, going to yeah, gate pick? yeah. According to the USA guy I talked to, Osborne's going to be on the inside gate for both motos. And they're thinking like five, six, seven from the box in is around where they're going to want to go. And they might put Osborne further. If it comes down to an inside and outside shot, they're going to put him inside of the 450s, you know. Could there be a repeat of the Cairoli 2006 where we see a 250 win? That was what actually took. That's why you are the greatest journalist in the sport because that wasn't Mike's question. It really was. Can Osborne win a moto outright? Yes. It's start dependent. Uh, 
The only way I think he can, looking at the lap times and the pace, uh, is if a guy like Geiser or someone has a tough start. Uh, because those guys are going to get up front, and I don't know that Zacho could chase down Geiser on the form he's on, or Cairoli or those guys on this track. And, and we know he's going to. it's going to be tough for a 250 on the start because there's going to be so many 450s around him. Is that a yes or an idea? It's a yes. If he comes around the top five on the start, top ten even, it's a yes. Otherwise, I think the, the top guys on the 450 will be gone by the time Zach even gets a clear track. Yeah, I don't like the odds. I mean, it could, but Erlings no, is so good right now, and Geyser's good, and Tony, I think Tony's going to raise his game tomorrow again. He always seems to ride well these motocross the nations. There's also another factor, and that is the forecast is going to start raining from about 9 p.m. tonight. Okay. So if you come here and you're going to find a slick, kind of boggy mess, kind of similar to how it was like 11 years ago, then that could also play into the hands a little bit. It's going to get slower. It's going to get a bit ruddier and rougher. All, all bets are off if it starts turning into a mutter. Like. <laughs> you know, luckily, from what I've seen on the forecast, it's supposed to rain during the night, but then be just cloudy tomorrow. So if we have a dry morning and they have a chance to really work the track, scrape it, by noon, 2 o'clock, it could be okay. You know, that that's the key. All weekend it's been rain on Sunday, heavy rains on Sunday. So if that happens tonight and it's only tonight, I think we may be okay. We talked about the, the guys who shined. Disappointments today. Individual riders. Or countries. The Germany, Max Nagel, news update, he's got a broken scaphoid. I mean, that's, what, that's a yeah. two-month injury at least. So for a guy who's yet to even confirm a Grand Prix ride next year, that's nothing short of a disaster. Other disappointments, maybe Team Belgium. Maybe could have expected a bit more of those guys. Yep. Stribos was on fire uh, until he hit Dean, and then his lap times went back down, and he couldn't get around him, and then he tipped over at some point. Um, I would say Tommy Searle a little bit. Uh, It's only qualifying day, but I think he has a pretty heavy load of pressure on top of him on home soil to perform. It's not a bike he's ridden a lot. Um, and he, he looked like he had the weight of a country on top of him today. So uh, he, he's typically a gamer on Sunday and, and raises his level, which he very well could. Uh, I just I expected a little bit more from him today, both in time qualifying and in his, his qualifying race. I'll temper this a little bit, but I'm going to go with Covington. Just because I was very impressed for half the race. Pastino got a good start from out there, you know, everything else. And then i not exactly sure what went on that last uh, five to six minutes. Like, he really fell back. So, I don't know. Maybe he pumped up. Maybe maybe a bike, maybe had a brake problem or something, you know. But Yeah, it's a 20 plus two. So, it's a short race. 30 yeah. plus two tomorrow. And yeah. he's also on the MX Open bike. So, he's this, with that 450, there's no brake. Yeah. I yeah. think it's, well, I, you know, Covington is, is, from everything I know, very, very fit. So, I don't think it's going to be a fitness thing. But, you know what I've noticed is... Uh, the difference between the USA regulars and the MXGP regulars, they're so used to this two-day format that on a Saturday, if things aren't going well, they just they just are mellow. They don't push the edge. They use it as a test session, and they bring it home just as we saw Covington do, where the USA guys, they're just going for it because they don't, they're not used to this Saturday qualifying thing. So when I saw him, he kind of let Stribos and Dino go, and then he, he saw that, uh, that Graham Irwin and those guys were behind him uh, to now Leoc, but he didn't seem to panic, so I don't. I think it was more of him, like, hey, things aren't going well. And I, I know he had to want to make some bike changes, so I think he just was kind of like, okay, well, this is fine. It's good enough. I'll come home seventh or whatever it was. So we'll see. I, I don't think it'll be a fitness thing with, with Covington. That guy's very fit. On the subject of disappointment, Team Canada, what's, what's the latest? I'm okay. I'm good. Am I 
Am I stoked like last year and freaking out? No. But you guys both know there's been a lot of B mains over the years. So they walked into the A main, like walked in like they belonged. And I'm okay with that. 11th place for the 250F guy, Moffenbeier. So, you know, 15th. I'm okay. And this is the first motocross of nations. There's nations with a C final. I heard that. It what's is. that all? Yeah, what's that all about? So that's that's the that's the last chance of the last runners. It's basically the Middle Eastern final. <laughs> South American. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm good with Canada. Uh, uh, we're good. Yep. They're gonna have a uh, peace treaty down on the starting line before the the C final. Uh, okay. So before we <laughs> wrap this pro circuit uh, pulpcast up, this nation Saturday wrap up. Uh, let's go winners. Let's let's do it. Uh, I'm still going to say Team USA, but without any race wins tomorrow. But Osborne could do it. There we go. Is that a very convoluted? You said you're still going to say USA. You you predicted the Dutch yesterday. No, I I said Team USA, and I blogged about it as well. I think the Americans is. I see a 2009 repeat. I think they're just going to have the consistency in the scores. Okay. I'm going to go with the French. I'm going to go with Holland, the Dutch. Yep. I I was uh, Bogers really. I, I was like, wow, Bogers is really good. So. Um, all right, we'll see what happens tomorrow. See, we'll reconvene. How? Uh, one question: How depressing is it for Geyser in this situation? He's so incredibly good, and I don't even know who his teammates are. I, I'm not sure. I, I actually asked one person if Count Dracula was his teammate in the Carpathian Mountains at one point. Yeah, I, I don't know who his. He was is. two positions away from not making the A main with a win. Peter Ertz and Jan Pankar. Um, Adam, can you think of another country that? had this kind of disparity over the years nope not even Italy when uh, Cairoli was in his pomp and right. you know, struggled to get two teammates I mean David Philippots was yeah, always a decent guy yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, legitimate guys I mean I, I've never heard of either of those two gentlemen I, I don't know if they won some sort of Slovenian lottery maybe Barbershev <laughs> I mean not Barbershev got six his next guy got 22nd I, uh, so it's it's got to be fr- I mean he's obviously here to, to win races and do well but it's got to be frustrating on a team level to have no chance I mean he has no no shot at all so honestly he's lucky looking at the results he's lucky that he's in, in the A final yeah with that. Another, another subject we can't ignore who, who was the best looking gear out there I mean JT's going to pick a fly you know rider perhaps but perhaps that British kit was alright it's a good bet the British it's a good kit bet was that right. what my pick would be I I'll tell you what because um, Gorgeous stuff looked pretty bad I have to say I wasn't a fan of that. I'll tell you what. Every year, this country is terrible, but I love their look. Brazil. I love Brazil's look every year. Green, gold, blue. And they always do it right. They do it right. They do. They look good. Uh, so I like Brazil. Right. Um, Australia always looks good. I'm not Gibbs' stuff did not look good. Yeah, Kurt, not with the Kurt, KTM. It's like 11. Yeah, you know, there, was a, there was a bit of a citrus clash going yeah. on there, wasn't it? How about Seward? Just red, white? I you thought know? it was... It looked very similar to the fly red and gray hydrogen sewers looked at the red and gray. Yeah, that had, yeah. I, I yeah. was like, who is that? The new stuff. stuff. Right. Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. Right. Yeah, they look good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Great Britain tomorrow prediction podium. It's going to be another fourth place, isn't it? <laughs> no. Yeah, my heart says podium. Heart says podium. All right, and Anton isn't here, but he he says France. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody. Pro Circuit podcast. Thanks, Adam.